45 Years of the Rockford Files, revised 3rd edition. The complete history of the Rockford Files on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by Uber. Enter the promo code TV Confidential, all one word, when you download the app at get.uber.com slash go slash TV Confidential, and you'll receive a free first ride up to $20. Hi, this is John Barber, and you're listening to TV Confidential. And Roberts, with a reminder that our second hour will include audio highlights of Regis Philbin's years as the announcer and on-air sidekick to Joey Bishop on Bishop's ABC Late Night Talk Show. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us via Zoom. Greg worked with Regis Philbin behind the scenes for many years during the 1990s on the annual Christmas Day and Easter Sunday Disney Parade telecast that Regis Philbin hosted with Joan London. Regis Philbin passed away Friday, July 24th at age 88. One little funny story was he got very excited about doing the, uh, the fun facts and he was looking down at the page and he was trying to find something to talk about and he said, now Joan, Joan, where's Baloo? I love Baloo. Show me Baloo. Did you see? Did you find Baloo? And and Jones says, "Oh, I see Baloo over there. Oh, there he is. Love Baloo." So from 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 this point on, that's what we call him. You know. Oh, and another one. And I think another one was Maleficent. He didn't always. You know, the the evil uh, uh, fairy in uh, Sleeping Beauty. Huh? Maleficent. Uh, Maleficent. <laughs> Now, I don't know if those ever were in the final, you know, in the in the live or in the uh, overseas. I, I don't know if Maleficent got in there, but he was hysterically funny. You know, we, we had a running gag every year that he was madly in love with Cinderella. And they'd put him on the coach sometimes with the microphone and he'd be banging on the window, you know. Hey, I want to talk to you. How you doing? You know, <laughs> so and he was game for anything, you know. Um, one of my best friends also was a writer uh, on the parade, uh, Dennis Shalafor, and he would write um, gags for him, like for the for what we call the tape packages. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a Tower of Terror when the Twilight's on Terror of Terror was new, and and they had they showed him, and they had to use processes, but they showed him going all the way up in the elevator, and then he looks down, and he says, "Hey, from up here, everybody looks like little ants." <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we would, it was fun. We felt, felt like Rob and Buddy writing those. In fact, Dennis and I got into a competition between us. How many times could we get somebody to mention Ray Bolger in the parade, you know, for, for whatever reason? How, oh, how many times did you get Ray Bolger mentioned? You know, things like that. The other thing that, that is, is it's a very high-pressure experience and not always fun. Um, I mean, it is, but it isn't because the pressure is intense. And so sometimes it can be unpleasant as well as pleasant. And Regis is aware of everything that's happening. It, I compare it to like you put your finger in an electric socket for two hours because the pressure is so tremendous. And it has a different effect on each person involved than it does on another. And he could see where things were going on and how it was you know, affecting me. I, he noticed because he said such nice things after it was like 
he must have been noticing what was going on. Well, because he you were Gregor. You weren't just another writer. You were yeah, Gregor. I was Gregor. That's my, right. Who worked with him when uh, Regis and Kathy Lee were, were also being, was being made at Disney Hollywood Studios is, you know, they also were working 24 hours a day yeah. on things. And he also responded the same way because there are, there are two kinds of people in any situation. The people who came up and remembered how tough it was mm-hmm. or what they went through and swore they would never make it that way for anyone else and that they would always be kind to those who were going through it. And there are those who went up and it was tough for them. And then they continued to inflict that and then everybody and forgot what it took to get there. Regis is one of those people who he worked for Joey Bishop. He worked, he was made fun of, and he couldn't care less. You know, he laughed all the way to the bank. He didn't take himself seriously, but he took the work extremely seriously. He earned every penny of it, but a nice, a good soul. Regis Philbin hosted the Disney Christmas Parade uh, specials more than a dozen times. Greg Airbar, our colleague Greg Airbar, wrote uh, for Regis, uh, as he as he explained, worked behind the scenes with Regis on the Disney Christmas Parade specials. Greg has another anecdote uh, he wants to tell us. I also want to ask, uh, Regis was inducted as a Disney legend in 2011. Greg, what made Regis a Disney legend? Well, beyond the parades, he was on live with Regis and Kathy Lee, which was a Buena Vista television show Mm -hmm. that was shortly after, even, it was even before ABC was part of Disney. Mm -hmm. That was in the era of Golden Girls, which was Touchstone Television. Mm -hmm. So his career was very much part of the success that was growing in the Disney company from the 80s. And then where he really became a powerhouse was with who wants to be a millionaire. And as he often said on talk shows, I saved that network. I <laughs> saved ABC. <laughs> you know, and he wasn't completely wrong. Yeah. I mean, that that show was was the resurgence of he was he was he was 80% of their lineup at one point in 2000 2001 he was he was it's funny how somebody how people who are that ubiquitous and then where they leave us they they vanish you know and it's good to remember them because the more you see them motion there aren't Regis Philbin weeks on TCM you know there's one Gene Rayburn movie with Doris Day that we clamor to see because it's got you know jane meadows and it's it happened to jane i'm sure regis is in a couple of things but and i certainly do have his albums i will also uh, he did make a few albums um, they're, they're, it sounds like regis singing <laughs> <laughs> you had another anecdote you wanted to share well it was about i say 20 minutes or 15 to 20 minutes before the show was over and Regis was drinking orange juice, Florida orange juice, all through the, <laughs> uh, the, the live show. Yeah. And, you know, excited and thrilled. And, you know, he, he's drinking his juice. And at some point, he felt that the, the, I guess it was a network station break, but the break was long enough. Him being in the business, he knows how long a break is and how, how many feet it was to a place where he could uh, take a little break, if so to speak. Um, he said, may I go and... Um, remove some of this orange juice (laughs) and uh so and the producer said i don't think we're gonna have time i don't think we're gonna have time 
And he says, are you sure? You know, I, I, I can be right back. He said, well, we can't come back and have an empty chair. No, it's live. You, get, you can't go. You can't go. And he said, okay. And he soldiered on and he finished the show. And then, and then I, rem- I remember he was let out and, and with Joan and people were cheering, you know, cause they had, they had um, the place cordoned off cause it wasn't a very long distance to get backstage. Just backstage is what we call it. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and there was crowds on either side cause on Christmas day, it's a, it's a very busy day. And people were shouting, Joan, and, and some people were going, Regis, you're the king, you're the king. <laughs> you know, because Regis means of the king. Yes. So they would say that. And um, I did not know he, that. Well, he, he pointed that out. <laughs> and during, during my research, I learned that's what Regis means. <laughs> but uh, but at, anyway, he, he did finally get to take care of that issue. But that Monday, the following Monday, he went on the the tonight show with johnny carson and he told america that the producer of the disney parade wouldn't let him be (laughs) (laughs) and he went into the whole and you know how regis tells a story about how life doesn't treat him well yeah and she wouldn't let me and i'm begging her i'm going to explode i'm going to go and she said you can't go you can't and he just turned it into a, a a a classic regis thing and, and and the producer loved it. She was like, he talked about me. He talked about me. You know, and, you know, and we all watched it in the office, and it was like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> but, but, you know, in a crowded field, that was what uh, Carl Reiner would call his piece of ground. Nobody kvetched like Regis, and no, no, I mean, nobody kvetched at all. And he wasn't a singer. He was not a comedian. He was a trained television broadcast professional, but he found, you know, through osmosis or whatever, he he developed that one thing of his that made him different than anybody else, and that's that's what made him a personality. I think the phrase, and you can copyright this if you wish, uh, Ed. I think the phrase and that these folks were, and I don't know how many we have now, but what these folks were. And, who are on the talk shows and on the game shows, they were a welcome presence. Yeah. And it was a, when you saw them on the screen, if you liked them, it was like, oh, Peggy Cass, you know, oh, Jane Meadows, you know, she's she's over the top, but it's but that's what you get from Jane. You know, it's it's those kind of and Mira, you know, people like that did feel kind of like a family and they didn't always appear to do anything except just talk and be themselves. And Regis's first portion of live with Regis and Kathy Lee. And, and then as David Letterman called the later one live with Regis and Kelly Lee uh, <laughs> was to just talk about nothing. Yeah. Just, and, and that, that was, that was kind of a radio, uh, you know, coming out of radio yeah. it was the thing that, that, the greats of talk radio did. They would just talk about something that uh, I remember in Miami, there were two, there were two, WIRD was a great talk station. And there were these two personalities, Mike Ranieri and Sandy Payton. She did more of a hard news kind of talk show. that was more serious issues or health issues. He did music and talk and fun and call-ins. There was an hour that they shared together where they just chatted. That was my favorite part of the day because they just talked about anything, but they were so good at it, you know, that it was loads of fun. 
it was just you just they were just welcome presences. You just enjoyed these people. Greg Airbar is a welcome presence on our program. Greg shared a few memories of working with Regis Philbin on the Disney Christmas Parade every year for many years. Greg, thanks for sharing your Regis stories with us. Thank you very much, Edward. We'll talk some more about Regis Philbin and who wants to be a millionaire. Plus, we will play audio highlights from Philbin's years as the announcer and on-air sidekick on Joey Bishop's late-night talk show for ABC, including the night in November 1969 when Regis took over as host of the Joy Bishop Show after Joy Bishop walked off the air. That is all coming up as we continue our tribute to Regis Philbin during hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Linda Day George. Diane Cannon. Donna Mills. Richard Benjamin. Michael Bell. Joan Van Ark. Thank you so much, Joan. I, I really appreciate this. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again. Well, I hope so, too. And let me tell you, bravo to you. Kudos. For doing your homework. That's all I gotta say. Thank you, hugs. That's TV Confidential every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.